coming up on 5-Minute News. Biden takes the helm, appeals for unity to take on crises. Kamala Harris becomes the first woman to be vice president. And Biden targets Trump policies on climate, virus and immigration. It's Thursday, January 21. I'm Anthony Davis. Joe Biden was sworn in as the 46th President of the United States on Wednesday, declaring that democracy has prevailed and summoning American resilience and unity to confront the deeply divided nation's historic confluence of crises. Denouncing a national uncivil war, Biden took the oath at the US Capitol that had been battered by an insurrectionist siege just two weeks earlier. Then, taking his place at the White House Oval Office, he plunged into a stack of executive actions that began to undo the heart of his polarising predecessor's agenda on matters from the deadly pandemic to climate change. At the Capitol, with the American tradition of peaceful transfers of power never appearing more fragile, the quadrennial ceremony unfolded within a circle of security forces evocative of a war zone and devoid of crowds because of the coronavirus pandemic. Instead, Biden gazed out on a cold Washington morning dotted with snow flurries to see over 200,000 American flags planted on the National Mall to symbolise those who could not attend in person. The will of the people has been heard, and the will of the people has been heeded. We've learned again that democracy is precious, and democracy is fragile. At this hour, my friends, Democracy has prevailed, Biden declared in his speech. This is America's day. This is democracy's day. A day in history and hope of renewal and resolve. History was made at his side as Kamala Harris became the first woman to be vice president. The former U.S. senator from California is also the first black person and the first person of South Asian descent elected to the vice presidency and the highest-ranking woman ever to serve in the U.S. government. Rare for an inaugural address, President Joe Biden issued a strong repudiation of white supremacy and domestic terrorism on the rise under Donald Trump. In his speech, Biden denounced the racism, nativism, fear and demonization that propelled the assault on Capitol Hill by an overwhelming white mob of Trump supporters who carried symbols of hate, including the Confederate battle flag. Biden never mentioned his predecessor, who defied tradition and left town ahead of the ceremony. But his speech was an implicit rebuke of Donald Trump. The new president denounced lies told for power and for profit, and was blunt about the challenges ahead. Central among them, the surging virus that has claimed more than 400,000 lives in the United States, as well as economic strains and a national reckoning over race. We have much to do in this winter of peril and significant possibilities. Few people in our nation's history have been more challenged or found a time more challenging or difficult than the time we're in now, Biden said. The absence of Biden's predecessor from the inaugural ceremony underscored the national rift to be healed. But a bipartisan trio of former presidents, Bill Clinton, 
George W. Bush and Barack Obama were there to witness the transfer of power. Biden, in his third run for the presidency, staked his candidacy less on any distinctive political ideology than on galvanizing a broad coalition of voters around the notion that Trump posed an existential threat to American democracy. Four years after Trump's American carnage speech painted a dark portrait of national decay, Biden warned that the fabric of the nation's democracy was tearing but could be repaired. Swearing the oath with his hand on a five-inch thick Bible that has been in his family for 128 years, Biden came to office with a well of empathy and resolve, born by personal tragedy as well as a depth of experience forged from more than four decades in Washington. At age 78, he is the oldest president inaugurated. The day began with a reach across the political aisle after four years of bitter partisan battles under Trump. At Biden's invitation, congressional leaders from both parties bowed their heads in prayer in the socially distant service a few blocks from the White House. Biden was sworn in by Chief Justice John Roberts, Harris by Justice Sonia Sotomayor, the first Latina member of the Supreme Court. In the evening, in lieu of the traditional balls that welcome a new president to Washington, Biden took part in a televised concert that also marked the return of A-list celebrities to the White House orbit after they largely eschewed Trump. Trump was the first president in more than a century to skip the inauguration of his successor. After a brief farewell celebration at nearby Joint Base Andrews, he boarded Air Force One for the final time as president and left for the Republican stronghold of Florida. Trump did adhere to one tradition and left a personal note for Biden in the Oval Office. Biden would only tell reporters that Trump wrote a very generous letter. Trump's second impeachment trial could start as early as this week, a trial that will test the ability of the Senate, now coming under Democratic control, to balance impeachment proceedings with confirmation hearings and votes on Biden's cabinet choices. The White House, desolate in Trump's waning days, sprang back to life on Wednesday afternoon, with Biden staffers moving in and new COVID-19 safety measures, like plastic shields on desks, installed. President Joe Biden is moving swiftly to dismantle Donald Trump's legacy on his first day in office, signing a series of executive actions that reverse course on immigration, climate change, racial equity, and the handling of the coronavirus pandemic. The new president signed the orders just hours after taking the oath of office at the Capitol, pivoting quickly from his pared-down inauguration ceremony to enacting his agenda. With the stroke of a pen, Biden ordered a halt to the construction of Trump's US-Mexico border wall, ended the ban on travel from some Muslim-majority countries, declared his intent to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord and the World Health Organization, and revoke the approval of the Keystone XL oil pipeline. The 15 executive actions amounts to an attempt to rewind the last four years of federal policies with striking speed. Only two recent presidents signed executive actions on their first day in office, and each signed just one. But Biden, facing the debilitating coronavirus pandemic, a damaged economy, and a riven electorate, 
is intent on demonstrating a sense of urgency and competence that he argues has been missing under his Republican predecessor. There's no time to start like today, Biden said in his first comments to reporters as president. Biden's blitz of executive actions went beyond the pandemic. He targeted Trump's environmental record, calling for a review of all regulations and executive actions that are deemed damaging to the environment or public health. Another order instructed federal agencies to prioritize racial equity and review policies that reinforce systemic racism. Biden also revoked a Trump order that sought to exclude non-citizens from the census and ordered federal employees to take an ethics pledge that commits them to upholding the independence of the Justice Department. He also revoked the justice-issued report of Trump's 1776 commission that promotes patriotic education. Those moves and others will be followed by dozens more in the next 10 days, as Biden looks to redirect the country without having to go through a Senate that Democrats control by the narrowest margin and will soon turn to Trump's impeachment trial. You can subscribe to 5-Minute News on YouTube with your preferred podcast app. Ask your smart speaker or enable 5-Minute News as your Amazon Alexa flash briefing skill. Subscribe, rate and review online at 5minute.news. 5-Minute News is an evergreen podcast covering politics, inequality, health and climate, delivering independent, unbiased and essential world news. Daily. I'm Allison Holland, host of the Kennedy Dynasty podcast. Equipped with a microphone and a long-term fascination of the Kennedy family, I am joined by an incredible cast of experts, friends, and guests to take you on a fun, relaxed, yet informative journey through history and pop culture. From book references to fashion to philanthropy to our modern expectations of the presidency itself, you'll see that there is so much more to Kennedy than just JFK or conspiracy theories. Join me for the Kennedy Dynasty podcast.